You are now listening to the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. Five, six, seven, eight. Holla, boys and girls, it's the BGN. Coming from the Marvel world to the DC friends. All the way from Hollywood to the PCN. She defends everyone from sleazy men. Won't apologize for spitting Shonda Rhimes. The space that we make is never colonized. We're talking games and movies and actors. Words. Better shake your booties for Black Girl Nerds. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. My name is Jamie and this episode is hosted by Giandra. This episode is dedicated to the film Without Remorse making its debut on Amazon Prime Video April 30th. If you haven't heard about Without Remorse, stay tuned because you're going to find out a whole lot about it. The film stars actor Michael B. Jordan along with an all-star cast about an elite Navy SEAL that uncovers an international conspiracy while seeking justice for the murder of his pregnant wife in Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. It's the explosive origin of the action hero John Clark, one of the most popular characters in the author's book in the Jack Ryan universe. We're really excited about this one because in this episode, we feature none other than Michael B. Jordan himself and actor Jody Turner-Smith in this episode. So in the very first segment, we welcome Jody Turner-Smith to talk about her role in the film. And if you have not heard of Jodie Turner-Smith, you may want to check out the Universal Pictures film, Queen and Slim. And we're excited to see her playing the role of Queen Anne Boleyn coming up soon. And in the second segment, Michael B. Jordan himself, who needs really no introduction, he is in our second segment to talk about without remorse. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. Thank you so much, Giandra LaBeouf, Black Girl Nerds. Hi, Jody. How are you? Thank you again for your time today on a Sunday. Hi, Giandra. Thank you for your time on a Sunday. I, I appreciate yours very, very much. When I was thinking about how I wanted to start off talking to you today, I thought about you and your beautiful face. And every time I see you, you're very, you just elude kind of like a super grace and a super coolness. Would, you, would your household oh. bring that you have that grace and coolness? Are you super regal as you come off oh. when you're in the house? <laughs> I, maybe, may, I think they might agree with you. <laughs> That's awesome. Your, your character, Karen Greer, also has those types of qualities. She's a highly evolved, high-performing individual. Can people in those positions have any sensibilities that are vulnerable? or when you're at that level of performing in whatever your chosen field is, does she have any vulnerabilities and can people like that even have them at all, do you think? Of course, I think so. And you know, one of the things I did before I did this was really seek out people that are like her, people that do her job in real life. And I found that they were, they are. You know, they are sensitive and vulnerable and open and intensely loving. And I just love that 
I love that. I think we always think, you know, we think about movies and the way that these guys are portrayed in movies and we think that it has to have an element of machismo to it. And it's like, in real life, that's not even a thing. It's like these guys, they know how tough they are. And so they're not afraid to be vulnerable. With, with this type of role, you got to marry together two, two different things. Not only, you know, tremendous dialogue and performing with Michael B, but some physicality and doing those types of, types of work. How did you enjoy that? Getting into, getting into that role of the character, that part of the character. Well, you know, I kind of started out in this whole thing in the action genre, and it is a genre that I very much enjoy. So this idea of like being in something that was physically so demanding was actually very exciting to me. You know, I was I was very much open to that, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I just kind of jumped into that head on. Obviously, it was it's been, much it's more complicated by the fact that I was... Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh. I was saying, obviously, that was very much. I'm so sorry. Uh, Could you say that again? Cut out just a little bit. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. I said, obviously, that was all complicated just a little bit by the fact that I was pregnant at the time that I was filming. So you know that limited, in some ways, some of the things that I could throw myself into. But you know, I still went for it. When you're when you're so when you're selecting a role, what are some what are big priorities for you? What is a winning role for you to make you agree to a project? Well, I mean, the first thing I look at is character and whether or not that character resonates with me in the moment. You know, because obviously something that I might choose right now may be different than what I would choose in six months. But you know, the first thing is character and story and, and how much that resonates with me. And you know, I also look at the filmmakers whether or not they're people that I want to work with, you know, the actors involved, all of those things. Oh. When you when you and Michael would come together in the to film these different scenes, you guys have a lot of, of strong moments on the screen together and strong dialogue. On those days, did you have a, a ritual of how you started the day? You know, I think the thing about Michael is that he's wearing so many hats. He's he's also executive producing this. So and, and, you know, it's not like we spent a lot of time in prep together. So really, I would just try to do as much of the work that I could and bring that to the set and just bring a sense of openness and a willingness to play inside of the scene with him, you know? There was less about us kind of having some kind of a ritual and that we put together and more about us just meeting each other in a place of as much openness as possible. Watching the watching you both step into this franchise along with your other co-stars, it's it, it's exciting to see a legacy film reimagined and redefined. When you're preparing for to step into a popular a popular franchise, what are some of the the pros and cons that you weigh um, within yourself, like when you select these types of roles? Yeah, I mean, you know, the biggest thing is about like, who is this woman and does she feel three dimensional? You know, I think those are the only cons I look at. It's like, okay, if the story is not lending itself to a woman who's allowed to be strong and who's allowed to be three dimensional and whole, then 
that's one thing that obviously is not as interesting to me. With 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 Karen, with her military background, it's very you know there's little room for error. You mentioned that you spent some time with people who work in this prof, pro, this uh, profession. How do you think how do you think you would do in that type of environment? Is it very counter to how you are you a very structured, organized person? Do you think you would thrive in that type of an environment like Karen Greer? I mean, listen, I think it takes definitely a certain kind of mentality to to choose that for your life as a career, you know, and I think that it's definitely different than what I would choose. But, you know, I'm also very much an A-type person, type A, you know, so I mean, if, if that is what I wanted to do, I would try to do that to the best of my fucking ability. When, when you are... In a, in a military capacity, along with the spending time, I'm sure you learned a lot about just their their jobs in general. Was there something that they do that surprised you the most in the course of your research for this part? Hmm. Well, I mean, you know, it's pretty intense in terms of what they like. What they do is really intense. So really, you know, all of it was definitely it was eye opening. Yeah. The difficulties of it it was eye-opening you know it's like I'm just pretending to do it and putting on that equipment I'm just like how does somebody go for hours in this and swim for miles and uh, it's so intense it's very hardcore with uh along with that unfortunately you were limited some, to some of the things you could do so what what did you do what were the parts some of the things that you can share with us before people see it that you were able to do you know, all of the dialogue exchanges. Did they give you a chance to do a little bit of a little bit of grimy work that wasn't too dangerous? Oh, I mean, they wanted me to do all of the grimy work. <laughs> it's not like I, I, you know, I'm speaking about how difficult it was to do all of that. You know, um, I was right in there with all of the guys, you know, with the exception of getting blown through a floor. You know, thankfully, they let my stunt double do that. But yeah, I mean, everything. It was really fun to film. I have a nice site. That was really fun to film that, you know? And obviously, I, you know, Stefano wants the actors to do as much of their own stunts as possible, but we do work with the stunt team, you know, and have amazing stunt actors that help us to make it seem as photo real as possible. You know, and my stunt double, Keisha, is just, uh, she was absolutely wonderful. And, and always stepped into when I was doing things myself to just make sure I was good and I knew what I was doing and I was okay and I felt safe, you know, because that's the one thing that the stunt team does is, is want to make sure that you as the actor feel safe doing whatever you're doing. And lastly, we saw a little sneak clip of you in your next role after this, Anne Boleyn. Our audience went bonkers when they, when they <sighs> saw you. Can you share anything about that? Yeah, I can share that I'm really looking forward to people seeing it. <laughs> Obviously, it's a story that we all know. And this is just, this is my take on it. This is my take on this woman and really the, the, the story of the woman underneath all of the things that make her different for me. And we'll find that there are a lot more similarities there than, uh, than, we, uh, than we at first realized could even exist. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, Jody. I appreciate it. I look forward to seeing everyone's reactions to the film. Thank you again. Thank you so much. The Black Girl Nerds podcast will return in just a moment. 
Now streaming only on BET Plus. Bigger. The wait is over for a brand new season of the hit original comedy from executive producer Will Packer. Lane, Veronica, Vince, Tracy, and Dion are back. For these five driven college friends, this season is an obstacle course with their love and career goals waiting at the end. Is Lane going to slay or fumble a huge moment for her boutique? How far will Tracy go to keep her social footprint from shrinking? Can Dion get his swagger back at work? And will Veronica stop hustling backwards with her ex? Is the ambition and desire of these 30-somethings enough for what lies ahead? Watch and see. Plus, this season guest stars Tori Spelling, Christopher Play Martin, and Carly Red join the fun. Get big laughs and get your whole life with something bigger. Watch season two now streaming only on BET Plus, where you can stream black culture anytime ad free. For more, visit BET.plus. One of the great mysteries of how many licks it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop is one I can debate till the very end. So when I need to take a break from contemplating one of the biggest mysteries in life, I need to take time on a puzzle that's meant to be solved because that one, I don't think I'm ever going to solve it. There are literally thousands of puzzle solving levels on Best Fiends. And unlike mulling over mysteries of the Tootsie Roll question, Best Fiends leaves your brain feeling refreshingly challenged. I have used Best Fiends. I love Best Fiends. It is an amazing tool to use to get your brain stimulated. And you know what? I enjoy it during downtime. I enjoy it when I'm busy because sometimes in between checking emails, in between scrolling on social media, sometimes I find myself clicking on that Best Fiends app. Right now, since the last time I've talked to you guys about Best Fiends, I'm on level 232. So Best Fiends is what I'm currently using to stimulate my mental acuity. That is right. I love this game. Only downside is I can't stop playing the darn thing. So here we go. I think you guys should check out Best Fiends. There's something new to play every day. It's endless fun. And you get these cute little collectible characters. They're just so adorable. And seriously, what's not to love? So if you're hungry for a near endless supply of fun puzzles, you know, the kind that you can actually enjoy solving, I would check out Best Fiends. And... Don't blame me if you can't turn the darn thing off. Just download the five-star rated puzzle game, Best Fiends, for free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. This episode is sponsored by Sesh. That's S-E-S-H. Traditional therapy can be expensive, and to many of us, it's inaccessible. Hundreds of dollars a month to test with a counselor? No thanks. Sesh offers a safe space for group support where you can connect with other people in similar situations, all led by expert therapists. Sesh is the leading mental health app for accessible group support facilitated by diverse licensed therapists who are experts in their field. Sesh makes it easy to find your community 
There are sessions for people of all different backgrounds on topics like living with anxiety or depression, building healthy habits, coping with COVID, managing stress, parenting, relationships, body image, low self-esteem, postpartum, and much more. Each sesh is a 60-minute online group support session led by an experienced therapist with specific specialty, and each session has a maximum of 14 participants. SESH also offers community-specific support for Black, Latinx, LGBTQIA+, the AAPI community, and more. SESH is only $60 per month for unlimited group sessions with licensed therapists. SESH is recommended by top psychologists, therapists, and mental health experts, and it offers a cost-effective way to meet your mental health goals. Oprah Magazine named SESH a top virtual mental health resource. It was the most affordable option on the list. Each new user receives a free two-week trial. Take the first step and go to seshtherapy.com today or download the SESH app in the App Store today. Again, that's seshtherapy.com. SESH is mental health care made easy, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. much thank you for your time today michael it's always a pleasure to talk to you always talk love to, lovely talking with you how you doing pretty good thank you i can't complain awesome. uh, we are on the eve of of your release here and i've enjoyed watching your success with carrying legacy films you're able to step into some really well-established franchises and carry the torch well does it get any easier this uh with with this film being no exception uh I think so. I think, you know, you know, it doesn't feel like as much pressure, I guess, as the first couple of times that, you you know, you do it. And, um, and you, you know, I think the approach of, uh, you know, of always having respect and putting your best foot forward and working your butt off, you know, um, you know, it, it pays off. So, um, you know, stepping into this one, being a fan of, of, the, of the world and the universe, um, since a kid playing a video game and, 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 you know, and, you know, imagining yourself, you know, in the missions and, you know, all the hours we play on the video game as a kid for it to come full circle and actually get a chance to do the live action version of that. It, it, uh, it just, it, it, you know, seemed like a no brainer. I'm, I'm glad that you said that. Cause I was going to ask, you know, as children, we always envision if we were going to be a superhero, superpowers, uh, you always select, you select roles that have heightened senses of sensibilities, whether it's here where you're a SWAT and a highly evolved person, or it's Killmonger with insight and Brian with intelligence. What was that? Did you wish for a superpower when you were little? And what, what would it have been? Man, I was the kid that was like, I wanted to be morphed. You know, so I could like morph into anything. I could just, I could be, I could, I could use whoever's powers. You know, that was kind of like the guy that I was. I couldn't settle on just one. And I think as I got older, I think teleportation was the one that I kind of like stuck on to be able to teleport places. Because uh, I, I really love traveling and being able to be anywhere. You know, whenever I wanted to, I, I thought I thought was a uh, was was pretty was pretty cool. That's a dream. That's a dream. Right? No TSA. Uh, no airports being able to you know just be there that sounds perfect 
you know, the opposite <laughs> of the Thanos snap. Exactly, right? With that, with that, with that traveling, you know, I saw your post recently where it says, where you said you were trying to, to maintain balance. And here now with, without remorse, the machine is in full motion, not only as a performer, but your production companies involved, you're jumping off of this new relationship. What were some three things you did daily or some things you did to keep yourself high performing during these periods where the machine is in full motion? Oh man, that's a good question. Like you mean like like while while we were you know while things were just kind of like moving now, or you mean during the quarantine? No, just for for this project as as yeah. your production company as an actor as working out as promotion, just things you had to do to keep yourself centered to make sure all those things got done. I think for for you know we shot this right before the quarantine, you know, and then we then we went to lockdown, and I think you know in that while I was shooting this movie, it doesn't really help, I guess, your question so much, but, you know, I was, oof, I, I was, I was nonstop. I think I was running myself into the ground. I think, you know, at the end of this movie was, a, was a much needed break, you know, to, to, to kind of reset. Um, and, 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 you know, and then, you know, the pandemic hit and I had a year to sit down. So it's like, be careful what you ask for, you know, gotta give it to you in mysterious ways. But I had I had the time to sit still and to think and to reassess and to, you know, meditate and, you know, and get my, my mind right on a lot of different fronts. Um, you know, all while still, you know, I guess, you know, strategizing and, 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 and planning, you know, when things were to open back up and 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 now and now i you know with with new energy and a new mindset set it's like i'm i'm i'm, I'm ready to to keep going again with that with that new energy new habit you missed, mentioned meditation are you yes. are you a yogi now you doing headstands <laughs> in the morning before I'll, breakfast don't get me lying in here i'm not that nice you know but but uh i am i i, I am one to sit still, you know, and meditate and, and focus on the things that, that I need, you know, and, 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 and uh, let, let things come to me, you know, um, yoga is still something that I keep saying I need to do more often, but just for whatever reason, haven't done it. I think I've been intimidated by it a little bit. I get that. I get that. With the, with the, the projection of your career, you've had just a marvelous uh, just ability to select roles that were impactful, that were memorable from your younger roles to each role, each role, each role, and also being embraced by a lot of your older colleagues and established performers like Jamie Foxx. Where do you consider this part of your career as you now work on the with production, being a producer and being a performer and all the other undertakings that you have going on that we probably don't even aren't even aware of. Say one more time that last bit. I'm sorry, the, uh, it was breaking up. I'm sorry. Where do you call this a stage uh, of your career? Because now you have moved quite a bit beyond being just a performer. You're involved in the business side, a producer, a production company, and just heavily involved in more things that make the machine go. What do you do? You call this part of your career something on the on the trajectory, do you have a name for it? I no name. I think just 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 evolving. You know, I think you know, you know, being in the field for for as long as I have, it, you know, time flies. I think you start to see things differently, and you see opportunities and lanes and voids 
that you want to fill. Um, and, and, I, and I think, uh, you know, creating more opportunities um, and, and improving on, you know, my community, my, in my entertainment community, my film community, um, as I can, uh, is something that, you know, I, you know, I just feel like I have to do, you know, I feel like I want to do, um, you know, challenging myself to, to push myself further to, um, you know, I'm extremely ambitious. I like, you know, I just like connecting the dots. I like building things. So, um, you know, just, I don't know, just, just, just walking my path, I guess. Well, I mean, you're doing a good job. When I look at some of the, like, particularly like Jamie Foxx and Denzel and these older established the OGs in the game really embrace you and they really see that, that thing in you. So amongst creating those opportunities, what are, what are, do you see, do you know that it thing, when you see it, you don't have to call any names out, but have you ever seen a performer, someone whose work you enjoyed and thought, I knew it, I knew this was going to be the next big thing? Yes, a few, a few times, uh, you know, um, you know, and not just in, you know, in acting, you know, so like there's, there's been a, a, a quite a few that, that, that I've had the, the personal satisfaction to myself of being like, yeah, got it, you know, and, and, and you know, you get a, uh, enough of those, you know, you start to trust your instinct and your taste, you know, and, 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 and it, it, you know, your gut uh, starts to, you know, become your North Star more and more, you know, um, and uh, yeah, it's definitely something that I've, I've paid attention to more over the years. And lastly, before the, the April 30th release date, Michael B. Jordan, the actor's job is finished, but now the, the businessman, the, the producer, the production company works. How does that version of yourself feel ahead of the release date? Uh, I'm excited. You know, I think, you know, from, you know, pushing the release date, release date back a few times and trying to figure out where it was going to live. And the fact that, you know, I have this, you know, tremendous relationship and, and, and this partnership, you know, with, with Amazon, you know, um, and the fact that, you know, Amazon prime, you know, video is, is the home and it's going to, you know, be out wide. Everybody gets a chance to see it. Uh, I'm, I'm really, I'm really hyped and really excited about it. Well, I am too. I truly enjoyed it and got to learn more about John Kelly's origin story. Thank you for your time, brother. Yes, I appreciate it. Looking forward to seeing people's reactions to seeing you jacking folks up again. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank, right. you. thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Always a pleasure talking with you. You too. Have a good one. Yep. The Black Girl Nerds podcast is produced by Jamie Broadnax. The opening theme song to our show is written and performed by Samus. Various instrumentals are performed by Samus, Sky Blue, and Shubzilla. You can find various episodes of the Black Girl Nerds podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Audioboom, Google Play Music, and Spotify.